0: to our anime show i'm a binge monster and i'm a green queen and we're gonna talk about makoto shinkai's new film that just came out uh in america not just came out in general but Mm. uh just had its theatrical release this past week and we are now coming on the closing of its theatrical release at least here in charlotte i don't know i i had i know i texted you the other day and i was like, hey. I think this is the only week it's available, at least here in North Carolina, where I am. That is the case. Was that the case in New York too?
1: So that was what was interesting to me because immediately when I was driving or about to drive somewhere and you texted me that and I went, I'm not going to worry about this. I'm just going to get to my destination and then I'll figure this out later. And then when I went to buy tickets, um, it showed for all of last weekend.
0: Uh
1: And then I was like, okay, well, I can't really go this weekend. Let me see if I can go next weekend. And it didn't have any show times. Right. So I was okay. like maybe that will be changed. I but yeah. I'm like I'm in New York City. No. What they ha- does that for like
0: a week. That's yeah. it.
1: For what do yeah. you know why that happens?
0: Limited release, limited uh confidence in people coming to see the film. Sales? I mean like I went matinee today. There was like three parties of two there including myself. Um uh then again, I'm like in Pineville, and Charlotte, and you know, I, I don't know. It's probably, well, I mean, there's a um, larger concentration of people in this in the city, so maybe that will be less the case, but, yeah.
1: No, I had a similar situation, because there, my theater was certainly not filled. I mean, I was in an entire row by myself in New York City, so. I also went today, but I went in the afternoon, I went at one.
0: It's so interesting, though, because when I went with um, your roommate, current roommate, um and mm. our former roommate who was a guest on the podcast Jasmine and some other people as well uh it was for your name um which was Makoto Shinkais second third film um but big hit mm. obviously every yeah. like, most people yeah. know your name uh well that 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 was at a small indie theater but it was 100% packed then again i don't know if that was like a one night only thing or no i don't think so i think you're right
1: i bet you nights. went on the weekend too maybe no
0: might have been a friday night i don't know but um yeah because i think we're all coming back from work uh but regardless yeah limited runs they are um that is the case uh it wasn't the case for mugen train interestingly enough
1: yeah i felt like that and like also Jujutsu Jiu- kaisen zero i felt yeah. like that was out for a couple weeks maybe it's just like the more mainstream ones even though like makoto shinkai is so you know uh well revered is that there or well renowned i don't know the right word right and and so important and so many of his films like i think are really staples in um like you gotta watch this one or that one in anime i mean i feel like i've not talked to a single person that watches anime that hasn't been like you gotta watch your name
0: yeah absolutely uh for good reason you know him as a person i think within anime fan circles uh, i think is is pretty well known but i think that like Mm. the layman consumer in america yeah it's not like you know um why can't i think of the tarantino or (laughs)
1: yeah no that's true of course of course and then of course in america too it's different you know what i found interesting too with this film is i even when i was looking it up when i was looking at um you know, looking up the movie to watch too, they only have um, her name, which is funny. Uh, but Suzume, uh-huh. right? But the whole name of the film is Suzume no tojimari, correct? Mm. And yep. and and even when they like in the very beginning of the film, they show the title screen Suzume no tojimari, and they write in just the English sub, uh, just the English subtitles, they write Suzume, and I'm like, that's not that. <laughs> You know, but I guess maybe there's like not easier. a proper, like, good translation to really mean no tojimari. Like,
0: there was though; it was like opening doors or something. I don't remember.
1: Maybe it just like they were like, ah, it's not worth it, or like it doesn't make sense. Like they're like, yeah, like, like, I don't these think people will remember it. Yeah, I yeah. I would love to see what that what that full translation. Yeah, but like on even on IMDb, you know, the, on English IMDb, it's just Suzume.
0: Interesting.
1: very interesting
0: right yeah that suzume, is interesting
1: Suzume's locking up maybe is what it means or at, the
0: doors or something yeah like that. It,
1: it probably just doesn't translate well into english yeah. but, but i thought that was interesting
0: that is no no it it is interesting um and and it's also interesting because like um suzume like I don't know, like, the the name isn't particularly common here in America, right? Like, but I think it's, I think it's easy to, easy to remember. Um, Yeah, I
1: mean, especially the way that they spell it in English, it it, it is the way that I think you would pronounce it in Japanese, right? Like, even when I look at the title screen. So I'm saying, like, it's, people can read it, just that one word, and they can say that. I feel like yeah, most yeah. most English speakers can at least read the way that they write Suzume. And maybe they say Suzu Suzumi or Suzume and not like right. you know, Suzume, but like or however the than like
0: Mitsuha or like I don't even remember the girl's name from weathering with you. That's sad, but I don't actually remember her
1: I've name. still not seen that one. Oh! I wow. know. Because here you know what this actually this actually brings up a great thing so I, I i'd come home and my other roommate who doesn't really watch anime she she watched even slayer Kawaii, what have you and i was like oh yeah like i went to see you know susan and um it's a you know she was like what is that and i was like oh it's a new like makoto shinkai movie and he's done like a lot of you know great movies he's done your name of like you probably heard that one and she was like oh he did the really sad she's like is that the really sad one and i was like oh i mean like i don't i don't think of a sad movie as your name i'm like i think a lot of people are so overcome with emotion and watching that that they might be compelled to have physical reactions in the form of tears but it's not a sad movie at all so i was like oh i think maybe you're thinking of like weathering with you because i I think weathering with you is sad would you was that fair to say or no
0: no no i don't think it was sad Okay. I mean, it was sad, it, but like, like you were saying, like I think that there are, I think similar reactions mm. to your name, even though they're incredibly different stories. All, I actually, um, I've got to say, this episode is supposed to be about Suzume, but I'm about to make it about Makoto Shinkai, who is the creator director brain behind, you know, all of this and kind of the studio as well. Um, y- you know sometimes I feel like not that Makoto Shinkai is one of those people who's like a one hit wonder because your name was just so great. And it's like, how do you top that? Mm. How do you consistently make great stuff? And I, I think that um, he has found a way to really create truly unique stories. Every single film. It's so different. Yes, it is. Like, I I think chills. Even going to see *Weathering with You*, having like recently before I had watched it, I had gone and seen *Your Name* just to remember the legend a little bit, right? (laughs) And and um, I I had read reviews that were like warning, "This is not your name," and I I the way I took that was like, "Oh, it's not going to be as great as *Your Name*." Like it's not the caliber. Of film your name was and mm. i was like it just like dampened my expectations in a really wonderful way and i walked out of weathering with you re- looking back at that and going oh that was not that comment it is just truly a, like a unique it's like a different story mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. completely and um i don't know like who, who's that guy Nicholas something who makes Cage. all those like rom No, no, he's a Sparks. director. Sparks.
1: Nicholas Sparks. Yeah,
0: yeah, Nicholas Sparks. Like I, I because like. S- like five centimeters per second was like had a love story element and your name was obviously just like a beautiful love story I, I kind of expected and there was like a boy and a girl in weathering with you like i kind of expected that that kind of a theme to just like mm. just always be there in his works and like I, you know i guess to some degree there is a little bit of element of that even in Susume and in weathering with you too but it was they were very very different stories so i think he's just really good at creating unique plot lines that are just like no way connected. However, however
1: uh wait, you wait. noticed it, right? I uh, yes, yes. And so I'm going to stop us here just really quick because everyone if you have not watched Suzume, we are going to be discussing spoilers, so yeah. thank you so we- much for being here. I am I encourage you to try to see if it's playing in a theater to you or the minute it comes on release, you know, on Crunchyroll or what have you watch it and come back to this episode and, you know, uh, geek out with us and share your love of Susan May. So with that being said, um, so I, I'm also just going to give a quick synopsis of yeah, Susan. May. I was going to
0: say we should probably do that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Before before we jump into all, all of our details, this is, this is the like, you know, put out, um, Sort of synopsis of it. So it says, Suzume is about as the sky turns red and the planet trembles, Japan stands on the brink of disaster. However, a determined teenager named Suzume sets out on a mission to save her country. Able to see supernatural forces that others cannot, it is up to her to close the mysterious doors that are spreading chaos across the land. A perilous journey awaits as the fate of Japan rests on her shoulders. And that's what this movie is about.
0: No pressure. I'm ah,
1: not. man, yeah. it, it's it's you know what my my very within you know once we start to really see the worm, mm-hmm. the only thought I just kept having this thought I was like you know what, Akita walked, so Suzume could run. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> funny. That's funny. I just kept thinking that I was like, this is so. Akira laid the groundwork for this, I'll tell you that much. Even though it's not anything like Akira, but in no. the grandiose, like, out of this world, you know, impending doom or, or what have you, I, like, I think things that are very out of the box are paralleling in both of these uh, stories, but I don't. I wouldn't say that they're at all the same story.
0: So... I have a lot of thoughts on this. I was what I was going to say, which is a little bit of a spoiler, is that what I have noticed is since Weathering with You, mm-hmm. he does have a habit of bringing in elements or characters from previous movies. As quick cameos.
1: Oh. Oh, so, did, did I did it. I see somebody that I didn't put the two pieces together? No, it happened
0: there was I mean they, there was literally characters in weathering with you that, that are in, in this in your <gasps> name no from your name
1: oh 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 oh, sorry oh, sorry 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 sorry.
0: yeah yeah but but here they brought in elements from previous stories mm. like when she tied her hair and was like okay i'm ready to go i'm like it like created that visceral mm-hmm. there was a moment in the film where she has a hair tie and it's the same color and you you just it, well, it means something to people in the previous films right
1: I noticed the the very distinct choice to have the red bow uh, on her uniform yeah. and yes. I was like that's gotta be some
0: yeah that's yeah, be yeah. Some. that and like yeah like she tied it up just like her she's a high school student too I mean there's like definitely like kind of some similarities but anyways um one of the things that I thought was really interesting because I my wife and i went to go see it today and um i think i've talked about this a couple times on the podcast my wife is hindu and one of the like um one of the traits of that religion is that they find meaning in everything there mm-hmm. are often associations with gods and um just things that we experience on this planet whether it's trees or or, or, you know, a god of earthquakes or whatever, right? Like, right. So, so it was actually like really fascinating talking to her after the film because one of the things that is a through line, I think, in a lot of Makoto films is that there are these underlying, very spiritual, very folk mm-hmm. uh, focused uh, uh, themes that are quite pertinent to the plot.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: um, and you see them. And, and for me, right, like those are some of the things that I really love about this film is like, you know, um, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, although it's in, I think.
1: This is all I'm, spoilers. This is all yeah, spoilers is now. Spoiler. Don't don't worry. Don't warn Warning anything anymore. This is all spoilers. I, I told them if you're uh, still here, you're not doing yourself spoiler. favors. We're spoiling it.
0: So. Obviously, Japan is known as a country that is quite susceptible to having earthquakes. -hmm. And this was really interesting because the this worm that Ali is talking about um, comes out and like lays itself down in a violent way, just slams itself into the ground, and that is what is that plus the the eagerness to escape from this other dimension that is a focal point of the plot are what contribute to earthquakes Mm -hmm. and. you know, one of the things that my wife said afterwards was like, oh, that was a really superstitious movie that was really interesting. And I was like, that's a very like specific word. Like, why? Mm. Why do you say superstitious? And she was saying, like, oh, well, like, you know, there's like there's a God for that. Like even those cats, those were gods. They were there to protect the world or their world from earthquakes. And mm. And in our culture, like we proactively do things like mantras and pujas, which are like ceremonies and rituals that are religious in origin. Uh, to prevent things like that happening or to worship the gods who do those kind of jobs like the ones that are meant to protect Japan from this creature this that you know obviously the main character um spends the whole movie trying to mitigate <laughs> right yeah. um for lack film. of a
1: black for <laughs> what, yeah. what is it <laughs> in a very very basic way yeah she mitigates
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to keep like as much Uh, mystery around the the topic is possible. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, anyways, I just thought it was interesting. Like, once again, there's, like, this very spiritual element to, like, everything that really kind of happened in the film, from the, how the culture explains the phenomenon of earthquakes, to the role gods play in protecting them, and, you know, even something as small as a little cat can have such a, as a god has such a substantial role to play in society, and maybe people forget that or don't even realize. That is just really cool. Um mm-hmm. yeah, uh, just a, a really interesting observation. For her, this kind of a film wasn't unique in the way that spirituality is interwoven in the story because I think she was brought up on a lot of like what would be our equivalent of like veggie tales. Mm-hmm. But but for them it's like the gods of everything Mm -hmm. that prevent earthquakes and disasters or bring rain or, or keep you safe or whatever. And so it like, for her, she felt like this was an extremely spiritual religious film, which is so interesting because while I saw elements of that, like for her, it felt like a religious story. And she questions about the importance of the cat God in Japanese culture and, and whether or not, it was a stark, and obvious, a religious point for just the average Japanese moviegoer. Or if, Mm -hmm. because for Mm -hmm. us, our society is just very much not like that, right? Mm -hmm. That, like, that is such a contrast to the way that we think about spirituality that it feels like more of a major theme than just it being like, yeah, that's like a subtle way. If everybody knows the cat god, Everybody knows that cats prevent us from the dangers of earthquakes. That's why we listen to cats who meow. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's just, like, a thing in Japan. And so this this, this was, like, a lighter theme for them versus for us as Americans who are not, like, kind of used to thinking like that. Does that make sense?
1: That makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. So I I thought that was, like, a really interesting perspective. And it made me question. I'm like, I wonder... If that is really how it is in Japan, they go, oh, there must be – if there's a cat nearby, a stray, who's just staring at you, an earthquake might be coming. Is that a superstition there? I don't know. It's just interesting. I had something to think about.
1: This definitely, I think, made me question and want to, like, look more into – because I know, like I, – I know that pets and, and dogs and cats and animals are very, like, cared for in Japan. There's a whole, you know – dressing them up and and i see so many cute videos of like you know people from japan like cleaning the cat's paws or like stuff like Mm. i i see that on my timeline a lot so i can sense that but it made me really question and want to do a deeper deeper dive into the significance of cats generally speaking in japan even today and then throughout like you know folklore or you know history because it was totally prevalent here and and the cats like were very specific like the the way that they looked the kind of ways that they did things all that you can tell was was very specific you know when when they took different forms or or what have you it's like the color changes which I you know anyway but you can tell that that was thought out for sure and And I would love to know why
0: like there was that parallel, uh, parallelization. It was clearly intentional. East, mm-hmm. west, black, white, big, small. Mm-hmm. Um, cat gods, right? Like, uh, uh, what, what, but, you know, what was interesting um, is how different the cat's effect on humans around them had. Like, the white cat was clearly yeah. a troll the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Um, like there were there were not wonderful um, intentions no. behind everything you did, but what was really interesting was, and I don't know if you like caught this as a major thing, but I certainly I I like caught this. Everywhere they went with the cat, there was great fortune that followed. Right there was like an abundance of customers that was abnormal, and there was like there was there was like mm-hmm. people were like we never get this many people, and like there was just these very unnatural good things happening around them.
1: Hmm. I mean, even then, the people they met, like they met the best of best people. Yeah, that took exactly. them in and fed them, and right. Yeah,
0: I also I also um had a really wonderful conversation with somebody when I was tra- backpacking in Thailand once who was from um Malaysia who went backpacking in the United States and said that uh, actually rural America was uh, more welcoming than they thought because they backpacked and they stayed in people's parking lots and people invited them in for dinner. And I was like, whoa, don't ever do that again. That sounds really scary to me. I wouldn't suggest that to people. But I feel like in Japan, at least from my experience, having been there, uh, people would really do this, which is kind of crazy. For sure. You know.
1: Something like to that end that I maybe you know putting my point of view and my perspective on this film in this comment i'm about to make but like the camaraderie camaraderie and the care of all of the women like the the instant friendships and the instant care was like mostly all the women and like you know everybody because the friend comes and helps at the end too and, and he is a man but like yeah. It was just, and then like, you know, in the end credits were they're kind of going back through everything and then like the aunts there. And I was so like, Oh my God, it's movie about the power of women. <laughs> so, I was so like, wow. Like I just loved it. And that was something that I, you know, even like just the, the relationship between like the two young girls, like, Oh, do you have a boyfriend? And like, and like the instant yeah. was just so charming and so real and like light and wonderful. While she's literally saving all of Japan. Right. Which could so be... Gotta...
0: No, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Which could be the biggest stressor of them all. That was all I was going to say.
0: I want to touch upon the saving of Japan part. But before I do, I just want to touch on something that you just said. And, you know, my, my most profound um, takeaway from my trip to Japan truly was how different the societal kind of commitment to helping people is there compared to Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. just in general like I, I think I've told this story that like I was walking down the street and there was a typhoon coming and this woman was walking her dog and she was like no one told you this is coming come with me like I'll take you to safety and she ended up taking us to like her favorite barbecue place and we had incredible food Uh, a a mama son of this like incredible store we were lost and she closed down her shop to walk us to like this place and like didn't need to do that and people just go the extra mile in a way that is so foreign to me in my experiences here that this movie like really felt like a subtle reminder to me of like how kind people are especially there uh, mm-hmm. And I, I just have to acknowledge that because it is a wonderful feeling when you go abroad and you feel so protected in that way. And it's just, it was great. It was great. Now, mm-hmm. what wasn't great was uh, in the film, there. the director chose, uh, Shinkai chose to play with heights. And I am terrified <laughs> of heights. And there are lots of moments that made me super uncomfortable. Oh, they and, like, just... Free it wasn't falls. enough like it wasn't enough that there was the anxiety of her the weight of the world of her saving all of tokyo that they had to also <laughs> do it in the sky like it just i know
1: oh i know you were shaking your seat at the ferris I wheel was not okay when they were scaling the ferris wheel you yes. were i know you were like dry
0: mouth yes, mouthed, so. yes. I was like, she's really gonna die on some rusty hinge bullshit. She's really gonna. There's not enough space for her little feet on the side of this fucking car. This is how it's gonna go. Like, I was really mad.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, and the free falling. They. There was a a couple instances of just pure free falling with yes. just regular clothes from so high in the air. <laughs>
0: The thing is, Allie, is it was so high in the air. So like I blinked and I looked down from her POV and I'm like, oh, you're done. Like you're 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 you have been above the point of no return for so much longer than this film allowed me to realize. Yeah.
1: I, and like you know, like this, we have to really give it up for Sister because this girl is like seventeen, and I know. and she's so young, and she she goes through all of this. And Geo, for me, it was when she had the bloody socks. I was like, girl, get get give her some fucking help, please. Yeah she took off her shoes and they were all bloody oh my god and the in the shower i'm like this is so intentional she's just a baby (laughs) oh my goodness yeah it it's it it truly and you know like i love the the feeling of her of i just i don't know how they captured this just so well but the like objective and entrancement tr- or like need to go help him even in the beginning and, t- and to be here and to help. And like all of that leading towards something was so satisfying for us to like, I mean, yeah, sorry. I, I, did we move on from I, the falling too fast?
0: No, <laughs> no, like, no, no, we didn't. It's just funny that we haven't brought up um the, the male, co-lead of the film who was really mm-hmm. a chair for most of the film um which was uh,
1: such a tease and so good
0: <laughs> it was it was so cool how um, many
1: times right did you just watch that one clip of like when they first meet me and if the hairs is that winds blowing through his hair <laughs> and little did you know he's just gonna be a fucking chair the whole movie <laughs> a broken chair at that sorry
0: No, it's you know I think that 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 moment the his character design is really interesting too because Mm -hmm. again we talk about this often but it's like an extremely effeminate character design for a main male character which is like really interesting and Hmm. um and and yet like you look at that and you're like yeah that makes sense like that is the standard of beauty for a a male like in I I don't know like it just it looked. (sighs) i think
1: it's yeah i think it's definitely like the the long hair which is just such a like you know here in the west it's like that comes with like there are places in the u.s i'm sure where if you walked around with long hair you would get made fun of or you know harassed or what have you so it's like you know and and the thing yeah i think it's i think the reason not that we're trying to justify why because to your point i think It's more, people are more, men are more free to look however the fuck they want to look without it being perceived any certain way or, or, you know, teased or what have you. But, like, there's something, at least to me, that's so, like, whimsical and mysterious. I mean, it's also black hair, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it would be too on the nose if it was white hair. But it's black, black hair, where everyone kind of else in the show has like you know brown or like light brown or or other hair and like his is like very black and long and it looks so soft (laughs) do i love him
0: (laughs) you know it's so interesting too it's like um this film was not um it didn't hit hard on the love theme yes it was subtle it was um open to interpretation of like yes. when when did they really fall in love and that might actually be one of the critiques of the film of like comparing i mean it's hard right you compare like your name which is like the most tragically beautiful love story where it's it it slams into your into your eye ducts right For like sure. it, it, it For
1: sure. slams
0: into you but and this one was i feel like in some ways um a really just different story as a a variant of telling a love story that was maybe a little bit more subtle a little bit more organic and Mm -hmm. also just like um i don't know like it didn't feel forced i i kind of enjoyed that i kind of enjoyed that it almost Um,
1: felt like somewhat ambiguous too like you know like they clearly love each other but it it really could just be in like a Family kind of way of like I just care for this person and and, you know maybe it's because of my lens I look at them and I'm like y'all have to get together and kiss at least you know (laughs) in a couple years but like I think you're you're so right it was very open and and I think it was really powerful because you know it wasn't really about that
0: yeah it wasn't
1: which which I like you know sometimes I feel like shows in general things I watch will create a love element because they know that we feed off that shit yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: but it was just to your point like so organic and just like you can tell that it's so like i mean she you know risked everything technically everything's fixed right technically everything's fine and she's like actually i'd like to go fuck it up because i need him back here and this all isn't right and and that's really you know beautiful
0: it also is like it's important to just like her character journey in this is excellent right like her arc and growth is so raw and yet just so um i don't know if raw is actually the right word but like it's so powerful
1: i think it's raw because even the like the her relationships with everybody and her like i mean that that scene with her and her aunt With the cat, even though that was the cat, that was raw. Yeah, that that was was raw. raw. And And she took it
0: like a champ. Yeah. She just went. She held no grudge after that. It was. It was. Beautiful, kind of. Impressive. I mean, (laughs) that is someone who has gone through trauma and healed. And like you, you have mechanisms. You Mm -hmm. are 10 times farther than most adults are to be able to handle the weight of a situation like that. That is a well foundational, put together teenager. Like seriously. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cause even though, and I think there's another, to give her a little credit too, like I think there's a little element to where she goes, oh yeah, that cat was there kind of fucking this up. But at the same time, everything the aunt said, she also owned up to him. was like, yeah, I, I know I said that and I've definitely felt that way but also I have felt fulfilled and, and love yeah. and, you know, wh- whatever. Oh God. I loved, I even loved their relationship. Like I, I, the aunt even has such an arc through the whole thing. And, and one of the most yeah. moving moments for me was when the aunt was like done fighting it. Let's do it. You know? Cause it wasn't like, you know what? Now I'm going to do this thing with you. It was just like, I give up. So I'm just going to say yes. This whole yeah. time, you know, and i I thought that was very powerful too again i I put my old lens on this being like the female relationships are my favorite thing because you know I, I I think that you know sisterhood and and things like that i i I value those in my life, so when I watch them being displayed in such an organic, beautiful way, I'm like, yeah, it just feels good. What did you th- sorry? What did you think about um oh well we did kind of go we kind of skipped over their their love story but I even like when they what did you what was your take on the scene with his grandfather? What well, was your take on the, the grandfather? grandfather? Yeah, Susan May and, and the grandfather.
0: It's interesting because you know, I think one of the things that we've talked about on the podcast is That a difference in society when you compare generational um, upbringing and occupations and so forth Mm -hmm. uh, is quite different between Japan and, and the United States, right? So like you'll have families who for generations have done one thing and that's like that's what they're that's what they do and have a very as a result of that, like have a very opinionated viewpoint of the way that that thing should be done mm-hmm. and I think you start you see that a little bit in the art that there's that comes out of Japan that there's a little bit of rebellion from society around those things right it's like yeah. you know there there's times are changing with the connection of the internet people realize that there are other things that they could be doing and you know that's a story that you'll occasionally see yeah and even I think there was some elements of that of like well if he had done that thing he did his job so why would you like that is the ultimate
1: mm-hmm. level
0: of prestige as a door closer that you could attain becoming yeah. a a a, a, you know, seal. a seal a protector or in many ways a god protecting the human race like he just saved all those people, so why would you append that, that
1: from him yeah right yeah um,
0: And obviously you know there was that relationship between him and the other god, so they obviously yeah. have. Um, and I think I think it's implied that that he was a, obviously participant in making the East Pillar the East Pillar. Right. Because he knew that cat specifically. He knew that the God, mm-hmm. the East Pillar God um, and had a conversation. And like that, that that much is obvious. And and I think, um, oh, my gosh, what is the main guy character's name? Short. Sure.
1: Sh- 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 oh,
0: so, so, so,
1: so, oh, my goodness. Oopsie! Oh, my gosh uh What's his name?
0: Sota or something like that something like that um anyways his um one of the things that he says is like it's been decades like that the that it happens every other decade or, or so mm-hmm. forth and obviously the grandfather is young enough to have been alive and a closer of the door when when that the tokyo door had opened right. so i don't know my, my take on it is, is like i'm guessing that there was elements of him being like, I've been there, done that. It's his fault that he didn't like, but he also like succeeded in many ways. And like, this is the highest honor that this could be. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. Like, don't undo it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was, because my, that's my, thought. That my thought.
1: I, I asked because I think I had some confusion in, uh-huh. and again, maybe it's just like a contextual thing being from the U S. Right. So they have a, a bad back and forth, I'll say. Didn't go well. We're not on the same page. But she leaves. And he then goes, okay, take care of her. So then right. you kind of go, okay, he's succumbing and just being like, okay, take care of her. And then the cat comes and does that to the aunt. And why? This very sort of malicious thing. Why does the, why does the cat bring that out of her?
0: Yeah. It's a good That's question. That's my one I mean, question. I open to interpretation. I mean, my yeah. thought was maybe like you know, he wants to push the aunt away. Maybe maybe it's like he anticipates her replacing him. I don't know. Um, like maybe,
1: does does he think that the aunt will keep her like, I guess that maybe because the aunt at that time was like, okay, fuck it. Like, we're getting on the train. And we're going home. So maybe the cat stepped in at that point when he was like, oh, the she might not go or she might not do this thing.
0: Yeah, it could be the opposite i don't know it's a good i don't it's know a good that was I mean, the I, only studying, place where i was like studying the underlying spiritual themes of that of mm. those two cats might give us some more answers and
1: yeah
0: because like i i don't know that it is really clear in many ways these cats are guardians mm-hmm. they, they literally are right Um yeah. but they're also different clearly that there's clear juxtaposition to the role that each of those cat's plays. And so I right. I don't know that it's clear to me, but it maybe if we studied a little bit more, we'd be able to find out a little bit. That's my thought.
1: After I watch Weathering with You, well, we should have a whole Makoto Shinkai episode. We should. Too. That would be great. Um, we cannot at all end this podcast without talking about the final moment of her passing the chair to herself. Yeah. I mean, that was the part where i was there
0: did you think she was like did you think that was the end of her lifespan and she was gonna stay in that space forever no i did i was like oh full circle now she's not leaving the space
1: oh interesting interesting I i never worried that she would stay there I just thought it was beautiful, the full circle of oneself and then her words in that moment of being like, oh, like, oh, of course. And then, like, how do you like Oh, what I wouldn't give to be able to comfort my younger self in my Mm. most traumatizing time
0: moment? Yeah.
1: What I wouldn't give for that.
0: I should have known that something like that was going to happen. Uh, when I saw the Mitsuha thread in her hair, um, mm. um, there was that theme of time already present in the story. For sure. Uh, you know, uh, and I had forgotten. And I and this, this is why I kick myself. This is why I say I should have known because all of the little unclear moments or the foreshadowing that happens in the beginning of both films is so important
1: mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. And you realize
0: that none of it happened in the way that we saw it. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I always forget that. And the- I fell for it. Right. I like that's how I felt
1: the film is so good at sprinkling those things in. Yeah. And that like, cause like, I mean, we saw the imagery of her crossing it out so many times Yes, and and I just like that happened, and then so much was going on present day that I was just wrapped up in that, and I almost forgot it happened. And then it's all coming, and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, like this little girl blacking out the, all these pages. Um, and I still wonder why she does that. Yeah, unless it's just because I okay, I'm traumatized, but why does she do that? You know, yeah. like what? I don't think she says anything to herself, to her younger self, to make her younger self go and cross it all out. That's I'm also curious about that.
0: I feel like it's. A result How would you justify it? I mean, yeah, my, my justification is that she as a child is just not capable of processing or accepting what she's learned. And so she like writes it down mm. and she's like, no, that like I won't admit that I won't accept that. Um, because I mean there's that moment where she's talking to herself and she tells her like I always knew you you know that she's gone right like and she's yeah. like no and she won't accept that and the irony is that she didn't cross out the door like that
1: but, that's but true like,
0: you know that's true. The, it just makes sense like that's super traumatic as a child in the beginning I'm confident that the first I have to, I mean I want to watch the mm-hmm. film again but I'm confident that it looked like a more motherly figure than herself. And Susan May is at 16, 17. And she probably pieced mm. that together because like, she just like, I mean, it's not like she could walk away with that at four being like, I just talked to myself from the future. In oh this no. Right? Yeah, like, in pointy, no way! Like there was a familiarity. There was like just all of this, tr- I mean, traumatic experience. Uh, that's my thought is that, you know, whenever I see someone, scribble something out but leave other things there's there is a trauma attached to that that they are rejecting yeah and um, don't understand or or don't want to understand right so yeah
1: you know what but you you do bring up a great point that i blanked on momentarily too of that she actually doesn't cross out the door which it is, yeah and that is the moment that brings it back. And so everything after that is coming back into the real world and being like, Oh my God, my mom is gone. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, That part being scratched out and that, that does make sense.
0: Yeah. It's also interesting because you, you learn that the chair obviously is so important to her and Mm -hmm. she does keep it, but even she starts to question, like, did I take care of this chair? Well, like, 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 you know like what like what was the significance of this for me this whole time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh that was also very interesting too for me um but i mean yeah it's a phenomenal film you you're not going to see things like this just every day it's it no. is really great
1: um, yeah we'll definitely have to go through and pick out things through all three movies that we feel are like important at moving and so forth. And I will definitely be watching it. I'm sure you'll be watching it again. Yeah. And
0: Oh, uh, I'll, I'll let, me, let me, let me leave it with this though. One of the other things that's sure. really interesting about Makoto Shinkai is that he has stated multiple times that all of his films exist in the same world.
1: Right. You're so They're all right. in the same world. Happening at the exact same time. No, I'm just kidding. They're not, they're <laughs> not, they're not. I don't think they are. To, to no, be I don't think so. not. No, but yeah, that's true, actually. <gasps> oh my goodness. Was it the worm in your name that made the thing happen? Was it the worm? <laughs> was that it ship, the worm?
0: That ship, I believe, that was oh, prevalent. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was um, a tsunami, right?
0: And even the tsunami was prevalent in the previous film. So, uh, yeah, we should you, you we, should go yeah. see that we should talk we should talk again big time
1: uh this was this has been so fun y'all um if you liked susan may definitely tell us on all our socials our anime show everywhere um everywhere all the time i've been a green queen
0: and i've been a binge monster
1: talk to you later bye